Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we're going to be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, starting with a new twist in the prime minister candidate race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the Move Forward Party and the Pua Thai Party mm. may consider a new power-sharing proposal when they hold talks on Thursday to negotiate over the role of House Speaker. Mm-hmm. As per sources. Interesting. Now, one possibility is that Pua Thai will give up one cabinet seat in exchange for the House Speakership, mm-hmm. meaning the party will take 13 cabinet posts and the House Speaker role, while the MFP will take 15 cabinet seats and the Prime Minister's position. It is unclear which post they might be prepared to sacrifice. Under Pua Thai's original proposal, the two parties will be allocated 14 cabinet seats each, with the MFP entitled to the Prime Minister's position and Pertai taking the House Speaker role. Mm. The new terms are expected to be raised to end the stalemate over the House Speaker post as Parliament is set to convene next week. Both parties were originally scheduled to thrash out the issue on Wednesday, but the Move Forward Party postponed the meeting indefinitely after Pertai on Tuesday insisted on its demands. The MFP deputy spokesperson Kun Pakamon told reporters of the postponement on Tuesday night and added they planned meeting of all eight coalition parties scheduled for Thursday was also put off. However, reports emerged on Wednesday that both parties will meet on Thursday and expect to iron out their differences soon. The eight-party coalition would meet on July the 2nd. Mm. The House of Representatives will convene on July the 4th to select a speaker and two deputies after His Majesty the King presides over the state opening of Parliament on July the 3rd. The source at Pertai said both parties may have to con- con- to make concessions to end the stalemate. Mm-hmm. Could it be? Could two a houses is come together yeah. and form a government? Uh, wouldn't that be cool? I don't know what's happening. Look at the little love thing they do. But yeah, it's uh, speakership and uh, prime minister. This is again here's a unique thing about Thailand because yeah. usually you don't have both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just a way for them both to share power and sort of check each other and make sure they are working together, right? That's the point. But uh, they're not completely on the same page. This is the f- point of coalition governments. You yeah. got to compromise, baby. Yeah. Let's All keep right. it going. Well, t- keeping on the topic mm. of Thailand and uh, improving, mm. uh, Thai exports have improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So uh, with predictions of a rebounding global economy, Thai exports are expected to witness a surge in the second half of the year, according to the nation's commerce ministry. Now, Kun Kirati, the permanent commerce secretary, revealed that the current competitive bot exchange rate, coupled with planned market expansion initiatives, could significantly boost trade. The regions targeted for market expansion include Yunnan province and Nanning city in China, with a particular inclination towards food and fruit exports. In view of identifying potential new markets, uh, Kirati indicated that the ministry's focus is shifting towards the Commonwealth of Independent States and neighboring nations. A pause in interest rate increases by the U.S. Federal Reserve is considered a positive market shift that could ease pressure on consumer spending and investment, boosting Thai exports. The possibility of a drought in several countries positions Thailand favorably to capitalize on their robust agricultural exports. Now, despite this positive outlook, uh, they acknowledge various risk factors that could potentially impact the Thai export sector negatively. These risks include economic downturns in trading partner countries, especially those in the EU, unpredictable weather conditions affecting agricultural output, and fluctuations in interest rates and exchange rates. 
Further concerns include the trading policies of major trading partners like China and its self-reliance policy. This could introduce a degree of uncertainty to, and provide challenges to Thai exports. Now, data from the ministry showed a continuing dip in exports for eight consecutive months as of May. The customs cleared value of Thai exports decreased from 4.6% to $24.3 billion U.S., while imports shrank by 3.4%, resulting in a trade deficit. Um, so, yeah... It's it's weird because Thailand has uh, there's lots of different countries that kind of do similar things to what mm -hmm. Thailand does, but Thailand's kind of the most successful at it. <laughs> like yeah. their models are, are are emulated by other countries, but Thailand's just rocking Southeast Asia. So yeah, and it depends on us, like foreign people, really consuming Thai products and visiting Thailand. So as long as they can keep the tourism mm -hmm. going, all this stuff will keep going up too. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, now talking about tourism, because mm. some unfortunate news. Russian tourism faces a slowdown in Thai markets amid Moscow's political tension. Mm -hmm. uh, amid heightened political tensions in Moscow, the Association of Thai Travel Agents observes a potential slowdown in Russian tours to Thailand, although an increase in long-term stay visitors is also predicted if the situation worsens further. To comprehend the short-term market movements of Russian tourism in detail, the TAT has instructed its Moscow office to keep a vigilant watch over the evolving scenario. Russian tourism showed a decline in June, which arrivals failing to approximately 2,000 each day, dropping from almost 5,000 observed in previous months. This information aligns with the fact that the peak season for Russian tourists had already concluded, as stated by the president of the ATTA, Kun Sistivish Vash. <laughs> um, as of June 25, data from the Thai Tourism and Sports Ministry registered 784,428 arrivals from Russia this year. The Russian tourism figure trailed behind Malaysia and Chinese visitors, who totaled 1.98 million and 1.38 million, respectively. Now, there were further comments that political instability in Russia might not necessarily impact the number of visitors in the months ahead. However, there exists potential for reduced average spending within this demographic if the Russian ruble continues to devalue, noting a 15-month trough earlier this week, thereby impacting Russian tourism. Mm. So, you know, there was a couple of months where... Um, it was exciting to see like a lot of tourism coming from Russia. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of what you think of the war, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people living in Russia who just want to get out. Uh huh. Yeah. And what better way to escape war well, it's or the situation than come to like you know Thailand? For sure. I mean, in Thailand, always has that 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 aggressive neutrality kind of like yeah. a little Switzerland to the east kind of thing, and and that means that they were an option for Russia, where mm -hmm. they Russians do not have a lot of options for where they can travel. So I think it's really nice because so many of these Russians do not want anything yeah, to do with exactly. this. So with families, yes, yeah. uh, and they and you know they want out. Mm -hmm. So hey, Thailand, good job. I think. <clears throat> uh, we're going to move on to our next story, which is regarding a car chase around Thailand. This time, mm. it's not a Fast and Furious car. It's mm. a much bigger one. Indeed, yeah. So a wild car chase saw a 31-year-old man steal a 10-wheel lorry in Rayong Province, Thailand, resulting in an encounter with the police and causing damage to nearly 20 parked cars. The incident began at a local truck service company, uh, San Juan Wai Truck Services Compound, last night. Now, Officer Somhai Sadi at Maptaput Police Station responded to the report
report of a stolen white Isuzu lorry. Uh, police then coordinated with officers from Nikon Patana, Patana Police Station and Rayong City Police to follow the suspect. The stolen lorry was later spotted in downtown Rayong on Chantudom Road when officers attempted to stop the vehicle. Ignoring police signals to stop, uh, Kun Atithep aggressively rammed into police patrol car before fleeing downtown towards Sukhumvit Road. Upon, hearing a traffic, upon reaching a traffic stop, he slammed into approximately 20 cars waiting at the red light. He continued his escape despite police officers firing at the lorry's tires, eight of which burst but did not stop the flight. Multiple police cars kept the pursuit tight before finally cornering the stolen lorry, which had lost control and skidded onto a central road divider approximately 30 kilometers from the original theft site. As police surrounded the lorry, Kun Atitap remained inside before officers could apprehend him. Despite refusing to cooperate, he was taken into custody at the Mataput police station in Rayong. One eyewitness, a 40-year-old woman, uh, explained that she saw the suspect park the stolen lorry inside the company's compound and heard the engine running. Suddenly, the man jumped into the lorry and fled the scene, shocking onlookers. He had been employed as a lorry repair mechanic at the company for only two days before causing the havoc. A victim of the incident whose car was hit by a stray bullet from the police recalled the shock and fear as they felt during the incident comparing the scene to a movie shoot. Now, the lorry's reckless driving damaged many vehicles, and owners have reported their cases to the police. Preliminary investigations found at least 10 damaged cars. Cool. Yeah, so this guy, he's, he's arrested. He's still yeah. refusing to cooperate. Uh, he's, he has a drug record. <laughs> like, this seems like probably mm. there was some drugs involved. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, way, way to ruin a bunch of people's day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for more information, mm. please visit thetiger.com. Uh, as for now, we're going to move on to our last two stories. Mm -hmm. uh, this next story um, is quite outrageous mm -hmm. and a little definitely sad. Uh, yeah. So bear with me. Mm -hmm. um, Thai women's finger and toes amputated during a hospital visit for diarrhea. Uh, now, a Thai woman and her husband filed a complaint against a hospital in Shonburi after a doctor amputated the woman's finger and toes during her visit to the hospital for severe diarrhea. Now, this incident, which took place on April 12th, has sparked controversy and speculation, with some netizens suggesting that the amputation was performed to save her life. Hmm. The husband, Chai shared his wife's harrowing experience with Channel 3 on June 26th. According to Chai, his 30-year-old wife began experiencing severe diarrhea, leading to 42-year-old to rush to her hospital, to local hospital. Uh, however, due to her critically low blood pressure, she was immediately admitted to the emergency room. Upon arrival, the doctor informed Chai that his wife was suffering from kidney failure and required dialysis. To proceed with the necessary procedures, Chai was presented with a consent form requesting permission for a carotid duplex ultrasound. Mm. Trusting in the doctor's expertise, Shai signed the document despite his wife's expressed concerns about undergoing surgery. However, to Shai's astonishment, he later discovered that the surgery performed on his wife was an appendectomy, a mm. procedure unrelated to her initial condition. Throughout her hospital stay from April 12th to 20, Shai noted that his wife did not see or interact with any doctors as it was the Songkran holiday period during which most doctors were unavailable. Mm. And uh, as time went on, Shai noticed a worrying change in his wife's condition. Her finger and toes turned dark, appearing lifeless. Additionally, she seemed disconnected and unresponsive during conversations. It wasn't until April 24 that the doctor questioned Shai and his wife about any prior infections 
It was then revealed that she had developed sepsis, a serious blood infection, leading to reduced oxygen levels and the subsequent darkening of her extremities. Mm. In a drastic measure to save her life, doctors had no choice but to amputate the affected fingers and toes. As a result, she lost several fingers on her left hand, her entire right hand, and all of her toes. She was discharged from the hospital on April 26th. The couple mm. expressed their bewilderment, questioning why severe diarrhea could result in such extreme measures. Chai asserted that his wife had always been in good health, undergoing annual checkups without any significant concerns. They found it difficult to comprehend how diarrhea could alone could lead to such devastating consequences. In response, some netizens shared their own experiences with severe diarrhea and acknowledged that potential for amputation in critical cases. Mm. Uh, the potential for that. Yeah. Uh, some even suggested that women was fortunate to have her life saved, albeit mm. with disabilities. Addressing the issue, one doctor took to social media to shed light on the situation, stating, I suspect that the women may have experienced hypovolemic shock, which caused a decrease in her blood pressure. To prevent her from dying, the doctors administered Levoped, a medication used to raise blood pressure. Unfortunately, one of the side effects of this medication is compromised blood circulation to the fingers and toes. However, it was necessary, of course, given the circumstance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this story is obviously going viral all around Thai media, and uh, people have their own opinions on it. Um, what opinion? This is know? malpractice, it seems well, like. Some people are like, saying yeah, malpractice. Yeah. Some people are saying, look, it was necessary at the moment. Maybe well, it was negligence because it was the holidays. Yeah. They should have asked more questions. They should have done a thorough investigation. Mm -hmm. People should have spoken up first. But, uh, yeah, different people have different opinions on this. Yeah, and, th well, there's a, a strong trust that we all have in medical expertise, of right? Course, so yeah. when it fails you, like, whoa, what happened? So, man, feel really sorry for her. All right, mm -hmm. um... We're going to move on to our last story for today, mm -hmm. which is regarding fungus. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, an uncanny death-stenched fungus similar to a human hand, also known as ghost fungus, emerged in a Colanta resident's front garden, sparking lottery number speculations based on the house number. Uh, this happened a couple days ago, and the discovery was reported through social media by a bewildered resident. The woman resident said, quote, the peculiar mushroom showed up at my sister's house. It looks like a human hand and smells like a decomposing animal carcass. Nobody knows what variety this is, but we found out it's a hashtag ghost fungus or hashtag in-cap mushroom. It's the second mushroom that has popped up. The first one was tossed away due to its horrific smell and fly infestation. It's a mystery how these sprouted up, but certainly it's the world's second rarest fungus according to some YouTube videos. We do hope this will bring uh, luck and fortune as its appearance is deemed to be a good omen. For your reference, her house number is 80 in case it might bring us all some luck. Now, upon social media sharing of these unusual fungal photos, numerous fortune uh, hopefuls began posting diverse comments. Quote, definitely playing the lottery the next round. Another one, go for it. Don't forget 75 because mushroom equals five. And we have seven fingers. Huh? <laughs> Upon inquiry, the post creator, who runs a restaurant named Happy Veggie in Colanta, revealed that this strange mushroom was discovered at her sister's house in a different province earlier this month. It's indeed the second of its kind, and the first one was throw away, thrown away due to that odor. So uh, she asked, I really wondered what exactly it was. We'd never seen anything like it. But, hey, hopefully it brings you some good luck. <laughs> Ghost fingers. I think I love that. Like, whoa! This thing is terrible. It smells so bad. Brings flies. What's the house number? For good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people do that for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, people mm -hmm. will do anything for lottery numbers Indeed. in Thailand. But um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, those are some of the news topics from mm -hmm. across the country, dominating Thai media. Mm. Uh, and um, 
uh, that's it from us for today. We'll mm. see you live again tomorrow morning. Until then, we hope you have a great day and see you tomorrow. Mm.